Hey, girlfriend, welcome to the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. This is your host, Chelsea Caller. We will be talking all things health, fitness, life, and relationships. This podcast is for the woman wanting to find her happiest, healthiest, and most confident self without flipping her life upside down or sacrificing the things she loves most in order to do it. I am so excited to have you here. Now, lady, let's get to it. Hello, Damn Happy, Damn Healthy fam, and welcome back for another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Today is a very special day with an incredible and inspiring guest. I am so happy to introduce Tanner Hobbs, the host of the Chasing Freedom podcast and holistic and business coach for women who are ready to do health and business in a way that sets them apart from this world. Inside this episode, we talk about Tanner's life and journey, finding food freedom, social media, and so much more. Enjoy listening, girlfriend, because this is an epic one. Let's go ahead and dive on in. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 22 of the DM Happy, DM Healthy podcast. I am so excited to be sitting here with Tanner Hobbs, a very special guest on the podcast today. She is an incredible human. If you're not already following her on social media, you absolutely need to be, and we're going to get all of her information to you, and I know you'll be obsessed with her after these these several minutes with us, but I am just like a creeper of her on the regular because I'm just so obsessed with her as a person. She's just such a bright light. And I think that she's going to bring so much to us. And it might not necessarily be the typical like health and exercise and nutrition type tips that you're used to. And that's why I'm so excited to bring her on the podcast because I think she has a really unique and holistic perspective when it comes to health. So welcome, Tanner. We're so excited to have you. I'll go ahead and let you do a little bit of introducing of yourself and we will just dive on into things. Awesome. Thank you, Chelsea. I am so grateful to be here and grateful that you asked me to have this conversation. I love conversations like this, or we can talk about what we do and what we're desiring to do and kind of where our heart is right now in life. But I am Tanner Hobbs, 27, married, live in the middle of nowhere on a farm in Kentucky. And my husband and I, we are really just now settling down. We traveled all last year. We were these little nomads. He Um, really took on the entrepreneur life with me, different businesses. We weren't working together. (laughs) We tried that. That doesn't work. Um, No, but it was a really, really fun adventure, but it came with a lot of adversity too. So we got to work through so much. I feel like we got to be married five years in the seven months we traveled. Like that's how much we experienced these highs and lows. It was so cool. Um, And so anyways, we're coming back with that. We're settling down. Life looks new and fresh. I haven't lived in my hometown where we built in nine years. And so everything looks different. Literally, this city has grown a lot, really. And Derek has never lived um, away from his hometown. And so it's kind of like we're tackling this whole like get plugged in together. And it has been such an adventure. And at the same time, I run a business called Chasing Freedom where I really just love to help women kind of just come unchained from the bondage that they've been living with for years. And a lot of times the bondage that I work through with women, it's the deep bondage that I don't really talk about. And we get to like through the process of understanding what freedom actually is. And so I love that. I love to see women 
literally kind of like their shoulders relax and them understand that they have so much hope and that their future doesn't have to look the way that they thought it was going to look. It can look so different and it can look so good. And they have that, the freedom to live like that. And so that's kind of what I do through health and fitness coaching and business mentoring. Um, I have a bunch of different avenues of the chasing freedom business, but I love what I do so much. That's so incredible. I love your story. I love that you built a farmhouse. You probably don't know this about me, but that is like my ultimate dream. So someday that will be me as well too. I like your house is like eye candy, you guys. You've got to go follow. It's like gorgeous. And I have a lot of people from um, the middle of nowhere who follow me. And because I'm okay. from the Midwest and I'm from Iowa, so people will appreciate that. Go oh, look sure. at Tanner's house. <laughs> it's incredible. Yes. And I love everything else that you were saying. I guess my first question for you, Tanner, is how did you get to this point? Like you mm-hmm. started and you you talked about how you're this supporting women with like this holistic perspective when it comes to health and chasing their freedom and finding their freedom and knowing that they can do that. What brought you to that in your health and fitness journey and just your life journey in general? Yeah. So my own bondage honestly led me to this point. And I, I did a lot of things that I don't believe in now in the beginning of my business. And I just feel like if there's someone here that's wanting to run a business or they just don't believe in what they used to believe in. It's just, I just want to give you permission. That's okay. You change and you evolve. So actually I went to school for accounting and a business degree. And I was actually talking about this today because it's kind of a crazy story when I think about it. And I remember in those years when I started to have this huge passion for health and fitness, I was playing softball in college. I got injured really bad. And (laughs) that video came to my head. It's like, I got injured, injured bad. (laughs) (laughs) But I got hurt and I I had a choice. Like I either could go back to be a pitcher for this college collegiate level, like I'd always dreamed of, or I could not, which the doctor was like, you'll never pitch again. So anyways, I was like, I'll show you, I will pitch again. I'll get back on that mound. So I had never had to take my health into my own hands like that. Mm -hmm. And so I, from the food that I put into the body to how much sleep I got to how I moved my body, I was on this whole recovery journey to excel in this dream that I initially had. And I was like, this is just a speed bump. We're going to get through this. Mm -hmm. And so through that, I basically found this huge passion for health that I didn't know that I had. And so as that passion grew, it started out in a very obsessive way and one extreme to where I, everything I put into my body had to be clean. Like on the weekends, I was very much binging and partying and like just life looked a lot different on the weekends to the weeks. And so I was dealing with all the mindset stuff that comes with this desire to have this like perfect body and get back to the sport and everything. I was just, my whole identity was in my health at this point. And so, but I also was like, Oh dang, I'm really passionate about this. I've never wanted something so bad. So anyways, I, that's kind of how I found that passion. I had to make that decision. Was I going to be the accountant that I was paying $50,000 plus a year to go to school to be, or was I going to not use that? everyone thinks that I'm crazy because I'm not going to use it. And am I going to be this personal trainer now? Like, mm-hmm. What am I going to choose to do? <laughs> so I decided I had this mindset shift where it's like, I can either let everyone's opinions just crush me and I can like be a personal trainer, but never fully step into my potential because I'm so worried that people think that 
I've chosen the wrong path for my life, or I can just choose it with confidence and do it well and exceed in it. So that's what I chose. When I chose that mindset, everything kind of shifted. And that's where the power of the mind like started to work in my life a lot. And then I realized like, oh, this bondage of this obsession with food and this obsession with fitness is unhealthy. It's not health, actually. It's like the opposite of healthy. And so that started to be this process that I was going through of, I want freedom from having this identity in my body and this identity and how men saw my body and all of this stuff that I was really seeking in those years of my life. And when I graduated college, basically I was on this pursuit to freedom myself, all this bondage that I was feeling from career to body to never, by the way, I got back out on the softball mound, but I never really did. Every time I went out there, it was just pure failure and it was really hard to accept. So, you know, I was working through all of that. And so that's where I ended up, honestly, was I started to seek freedom and I saw what it did for my life. And I was like, other women need this. Like Mm -hmm. I hear it every Mm -hmm. day. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, I can relate to your experience a little bit in a sense that I think I've already told you this before, but that I always also played college softball and I, I I just love listening to that. And it's so interesting to hear different people's, um, perspective on like how they came into the health and fitness world. Mine was similar. Um, I came into it in my like college career as a college athlete, but not from a sense of recovery, just because I became passionate about it when I was being, I don't want to say like, quote unquote, forced or told to exercise. That's when I, that's yeah, with the discipline, that's when I gained kind of my passion for it. So it's such, it's so, it's so cool listening to everyone's story. Um, Mm -hmm. As I kind of like have followed you and one thing that just really sticks and sticks out in my mind that I think that you do such an incredible job of just like talking about and helping women with that's food freedom. So Mm -hmm. I want to kind of touch on that now. And I love your journey. And I think that it's so amazing to share that. But I think one thing that the listeners could really use some help around and specifically when it comes to like the damn happy, damn healthy mentality, we talk about food freedom a lot. And I want to read something that stuck out to me on your Instagram. You said, if food just affected your insides and not your outside, would you choose differently? And talking to us a little bit more about that, because I read that and I'm like, that is just like so incredible. And I think so often, like with what you're saying here, we correlate food and exercise and all those things to our physical appearance and not our internal. So if we could kind of get your input on that and you tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah. So one question that I honestly ask myself is, will our world and women, especially because that's who I talk to, will we ever get to this point where we don't see food truly as good or bad? Like, even in the food freedom that I've experienced, it's still something that I work through, right? When I see a salad, I think healthy or I think like stay smaller or whatever. And when you see donuts, you think, oh, you're going to get bigger if you choose that, right? Mm -hmm. And so I I ask myself that constantly, like, what is it going to take? Like, what is the switch that flips? And a lot of it is simply moderation, right? But more than that, it's, what, like, why are you eating? Why are you choosing to eat what you eat? And that's what I really want to help women with is more so being in tune with the inside of their body than the outside of their body. And when women hear like 
be more in tune with your body as an intuitive eater. It's frustrating because they're like, I don't know what my body wants because for so many years I've been told that this helps my body get smaller and this helps my body get bigger. And so I just see good and bad. And so for me, this quote and what I, what I hope to create in the environment that I speak in or whatever is this mindset that you have the choice on why you're choosing what you eat. And I think a lot of times we see something and we're like smaller thighs or whatever this goal is you have or something that you hate in your body, you correlate the food to that specific hatred that you have in yourself. And so we because that's taking up space in our mind, we only have so much space. We never really listen to our bodies. We never really understand like what does make us full, what does make us more satisfied, what does give us good energy, what's giving us the pain that we have in our back. And so I'm really trying to cultivate that atmosphere where women are more in tune with their insides than they are their outsides. And I'm like on the journey to figure that out. I I mean, I'll be honest, like I fight with it every day. So it's kind of cool that I get to live out what I'm trying to like help women find freedom from because it's working. It's just such a process. It is such a process. And I, I love that you shed that you're going through it too, because I think so often through social media or just through just like from the outside looking in someone who's not an influencer, not an online entrepreneur when it comes to health and Mm -hmm. fitness might look at someone's journey and think like, wow, there's Tanner. Like she has it all together. She's like fueling her body, which you're very transparent. So I don't think someone would think this about, but like, I think that you can very well think that from the outside looking in and think that all these women who are healthy and fit and happy, they've just got it all together, but it's so much bigger than that. And that, that you look kind of admit, and I'll admit too, like, I'm still working through it every single day of my life. And what, what is it going to take for women and just everyone to figure out to listen from the inside. I just loved how you said that, to listen from the inside rather than from the outside. Mm-hmm. As you kind of talk to clients and women and teach and coach them on things when it comes to like intuitive eating and mm-hmm. food freedom, what are some like first steps that you give them to help them kind of start to think in that way versus thinking in good foods, bad foods? Yeah. So some of the first steps, that's a really good question, is understanding like the makeup of food first. I think a lot of times because of the good food, bad food, women really aren't educated on food. And I've learned that pretty quickly from talking to women about like, what does a complete meal look like? And why would we want to eat a carb, a fat, a protein, a vegetable? Like, why would we actually choose that? Women don't know that. So educating them on why a complete meal is good for the body. um, And then how to make a complete meal. So I don't do like, um, macros or anything like that solely because numbers really became so obsessive for me. I mean, I've always loved numbers. That's why I was an accounting degree in college. I love, I've always loved numbers. I've connected to numbers because I'm a, I'm a three on the Enneagram. I love results. I'm an achiever. I do well with numbers except for when it comes to measuring my body. And so when I I actually coached macros at first, because that's what quote worked for me. And that's just so cool to see how the journey's kind of like gone on even how I coach. But what I teach more so is just 
proportions for that specific woman's body based on her hand, literally. Um, and the whole portion thing is the palm of your hand is a good sizing of protein for you. Like the thickness, the height, the height, the width, the whole thing, your palm would be a good or amount of steak or chicken or whatever protein you want. Mm -hmm. A fist would be vegetables. And I'm always like, have as many fists, throw as many punches as you can (laughs) because you can eat all the vegetables. We, none of us eat enough vegetables really. Mm -hmm. Um, the, the size of your thumb is a great serving for fat. So something like almond or peanut butter or the oils that you're cooking your food in or a fourth of an avocado or whatever. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then what am I forgetting? Carbs. So if you cup your hand is a good serving of carb carbohydrates. If you have macaroni and cheese or rice or whatever it is that you're having for a carb source that day. And when I give this to women, I'm always like, this is the baseline do not worship this. This isn't everything. Because if you can just focus on getting in more complete meals, your body's going to feel more energized. And then you can start to learn how this is making you feel because you're focusing more on nourishment than you are on your, your physical results. And so that's how I start practically. But I talk about the food portion in my coaching, like the food, I'm not kidding, probably 5% of my coaching We talk so much about mindset. We talk so much about um, overcoming insecurities and the bondage and spiritual health and everything. Because in the Freedom Method Mentorship, my coaching, what the whole container for our health is our spiritual health. So if we can focus on getting spiritually healthy, everything else gets better. Everything else gets better because that's the root of what the fruit we produce in our life. So yeah, it's kind of how I teach it. Yeah, I love that. And one thing that stuck out to me, which maybe this will be a little bit of a tailwind, um, when you said, don't worship it. And I love that you said that because I think so often when women start some sort of health and fitness journey or start like, oh, I'm this year I'm going to find my most confident self. I'm going to get to that weight that I wanted to get to. And I've never heard someone say it that way, but rather than taking baby steps into it or easing your way in or finding what works well for you and listening to your body too Mm -hmm. often we do get into that mindset to like worship it and be like that this is this is my life now this is all I'm doing this is and get like they get so obsessed with it so have Mm -hmm. you um have you experienced that yourself or have you coached clients through that idea of when you're diving into health and fitness and when you're dri- and not even just health and fitness, just diving into yeah. finding your happiest version of yourself, how, how to escape that idea that you have to engulf your whole life in something in order to make a change. Yeah. Well, that is kind of my story and that's why I am so passionate about it. And even like my flesh side of me says when I want something, it's to obsess, it's to go all in, it's to make all the changes and to overcommit. But I can't more times than I have way more times than I haven't. I've done that. And then I end up failing, which is what society does as a whole. That's why diet culture exists. They want you back. They want you to get quick results so that when you do backpedal, you go back to them because you got results from them before. So duh, why wouldn't you go back to them? Like that just makes sense. So they want more money. They're a business like that. And that is one thing that I will say with the Freedom Method Mentorship and my health coaching, it's kind of not like any other businesses ran in the sense that I don't want your retention. I want your referrals. Like I want you to refer that I changed, that you were able to change your lifestyle through it, but I don't want you again. 
Um, and the reason being is because I believe that you, that women can make the lifestyle switch and I believe that they can be free from it fully. Um, and like I said, like I, freedom looks different at every step for me, freedom looks different. I'm still working, but every step we take towards it and you go up, you get this new perspective. So you see new things, you see new obstacles, but you also can look down and look at all that you've overcome. And so it's a, and you're closer to what you are desiring. So that momentum of taking that step up gives you the lifestyle changes that you need in order to keep going. And so, um, yeah, when women come in or even myself, like the whole idea of not worshiping the plan, but worshiping the, like the creator of it for us, right. Um, is huge because we do, we want to change every part of our lifestyle in order to get this one result. And I just don't believe that last. I don't believe that worshiping anything in this world last period. And so, yeah, I just think it's so cool to create an atmosphere where women are coming to me and they're like, Tanner, like, give me more. I want more results. And I'm like, slow down. Let's go at the pace of grace. Like this is where you get to understand more of your inside because I'm slowing you down. If you, if I push you to go more and more, then we're just going to be focusing on what you see in the mirror. And that's not going to last. That's going to change. I didn't even realize how similar like our health and fitness coaching perspective was. And I mean, I knew we were on the same page in terms of helping women find like long-term and sustainable health and fitness journeys. But the way you talk about it is just so similar to so similar. We just say it and say it in different words. (laughs) And I think that that's so cool because I, I started my business because I was so tired of women flipping their lives upside down in order Mm -hmm. to be this like healthy fit person. And Mm -hmm. I so often say like, if you have to sacrifice, your happy in order to be healthy, then you're not going to have either. Like you can't be healthy Mm. without being happy and you can't be happy without being healthy. And that, that like takes me back to that because I think women are just so wrapped up in that. Like I have to do all the things and I need all the results right now, which we live in a very, like, what's the word for it? A very, um, instant gratification, yeah, instant gratification sort of world when it comes to technology and it went just everything in life. And so I can totally understand why that happens, but Mm -hmm. it's so like, it gives me like, like, I don't want to say like the shakes, but just to like talk about it, like makes me Mm -hmm. so passionate because I want so many women to know like exactly what you're saying. Like you don't have to flip your life upside down. You can take it slow and and that that whole idea that 90% of it is in the mindset and 90% yeah. of it is taking what you thought was right and flipping that upside down. It I really guess. is flipping yeah. that upside down. Totally, totally. Yeah, it's, you know, when we go in and I, and I ask women that in the beginning, I'm like, so tell me your history. And that is the story. Like they've tried a million things. And it worked for a little bit or it didn't work at all. And they've spent X amount of dollars. And that's a lot of it too, is when women invest money, they want quick results. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of asked them, would you rather have quick results with me or would you rather have lasting results with me? Because you get the choice, Yeah, Mm -hmm. you know, and if you want quick results with me, then go find another coach. <laughs> I love it. I love it. But yeah, I love this. I love that you teach the same thing. I don't find many people that 
don't really want retention and just want to focus on like helping more people and Mm -hmm. are more focused on referrals than retention. I think that's awesome. What you do. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. And kind of leading into, I mean, we've led perfectly into this. Let's kind of talk about health and fitness in terms of like perfection. And I think that in the world, and we already kind of touched on this a little bit, in, in the world of social media, I think that it's plastered all over that like, oh, like fit is having abs and fit is having perfect eating habits. Fit is doing this many workouts a week. And I think that even I, I, I admit to getting wrapped up into this sometimes. Like, oh, yeah. like yeah, I mean, same. we're all human. Like I get wrapped up into this and I sometimes have bad mental days when I'm not in the best headspace. And I'm wishing Mm -hmm. that I was a few pounds lighter, wishing that my pants would be a little less snug. Like we all have that stuff. But I think that it's a matter of kind of talking about like how women can escape this mentality and Mm -hmm. just understand that it's all, it's all a, like a, what's the word I'm looking for? Like not a front, but it's all something that from the outside looking in looks perfect. But in reality, what you have to do to get to that, you're not necessarily living or not you're, you're sacrificing. Yeah, you're sacrificing priorities mm-hmm. in your life. Totally. Mm-hmm. And that was my story when, um, I was my very, very fittest. I mean, obviously it wasn't maintainable, but at the same time I sacrificed so much mm-hmm. good things, mm-hmm. so many good things. Like I can't even express to you how much I felt lifeless in that time. Yeah. But my body looked great. Like to the world. I mean, people were complimenting it left and right, but would you rather be told that, wow, you have so much compassion and empathy p- for people, or would you rather be told you have awesome abs? Like, let's be real. <laughs> That's, <laughs> right. You're and so right. Up in that. Yeah. Um, I, when we say health and fitness, like I don't really like those words together because mm-hmm. it makes people think that like health is food and fitness and stuff like that. And in my mind, I'm like, that's not health though. Like if we think, oh, I'm going to get healthy and that just means eat better and exercise more, we're missing so many other areas to get healthy in. So true. And I think that's a lot of it is this perfection mindset that health means food and fitness. And so if you did follow me on my social media, you don't see food and fitness a lot at all. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. the reason being is because if I shared every time I worked out and every healthy meal I ate or unhealthy meal or whatever, if I shared all of that, you would think I'm portraying that that is one of the most important things that you should focus on throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And I don't want to portray that. I want to portray things that are actually more important more so that people are more focused on those things. If I do have influence on their life, then they are focused on food and fitness. And I think that's where we go wrong is we get so focused in and dialed in on our food or our fitness that when we fail or when we get off track, that's where these extreme habits come in. That's where binging comes in. That's where like, horrible hatred thoughts come in because, well, since you screwed up, you might as well X, Y, and Z, right? All the stuff that women are coming to to us with. And so my mindset is health and let's like change the whole definition of health for 
for this world because the diet culture has told us health is food and fitness. And it's yeah. like, no, it's not. <laughs> I, I think this is so funny. This is kind of business related, but I think people enjoy this. I think you just like crushed a limiting belief for myself. Really? I always have that belief. Like, I love that you said you're a health, you, you kind of like, you do business coaching as well too, but you're a holistic yeah, health coach. And yeah. that, I mean, I think that you probably help people in those areas that you business coach as well too. So it's probably, yeah, yeah I mean, totally. you do all of the things. And when you said that I'm a health coach and I don't put like a bunch of food and a bunch of exercise on my social media and I always compare myself, I feel like, to other health coaches who are constantly like posting like shirtless selfies and doing yes. like taking taking just like a different perspective with it than I am <laughs> like and mm. you just like crushed a limiting belief for me because that is so true and and I believe that but I think that I sometimes get even I get wrapped up in the idea of like this is what health and fitness is so this is what you should be like sharing and posting but I believe exactly what you said and teach that as well too that just the fact that health and fitness is like so much more not we should I like that you say don't say that because it's so true health so, yeah I, I still say yeah, it all the I know, time but I try, I'm trying I'm gonna to catch out. myself now that you say that but like health is so much more and I love and was just talking about this in a mini training the other day in my free Facebook community and I was talking about how um there are moments in our life when we can like make excuses for exercise and it be like justifiable. And then mm. there are moments in our life where we, we like can get overly obsessive and skip out on things because we are overly obsessive. Yes. So I need yeah. to get that sixth workout in this week. So even though my girlfriend just asked me to go get a margarita with her, I'm going to skip that and not do that. And she's because, hurting and she's walking through something. Yes. yes. Yeah. And I'm going to skip that because I've got to get this extra workout in. And just yeah. like asking yourself is skipping that really like best serving you and best serving like is is really getting that extra workout in for the week serving you more than spending time with someone that you love and finding yeah. that balance between like, okay, sure, I'm trying to be this healthy and happy person but I'm sacrificing my happy to be healthy and mm -hmm. just like not doing that. So I love that you said that because it's like, I think even, I mean, everybody has steps to work through and we're all yeah. going well, through something, but really interesting that you said, you know, you catch yourself when you follow fitness coaches and you see these pictures and stuff, you're like, Oh yeah. And I always think like my best, most engaged pictures have been these before and afters of myself, right? Yeah. Rather mm -hmm. it be like one way. And so I think to myself often, I'm like, I should do that. I should totally do that because that's going to get more engagement. And yeah. <laughs> I was like, that's a whole nother tangent I could go down. It is. But our eyes distort our minds. And if you're not protecting your eyes, your mind can't heal from what it's trying to heal from. And so that's huge with what you consume on a day-to-day -day basis matters so much. And if you're not intentional about what your eyes are looking at, it's eventually going to work its way into your mind. And so a lot of times with my clients or business clients, especially because there's a lot of different insecurities with growing a business and stuff is I'm like, stop following these people, mute these people for a while. You're constantly bringing up that person's success and 
like just because she has success doesn't mean you get to do the same thing to get the same success. Like it just doesn't look like that. And so, yeah, I think for me, that's been huge. I used to have follow on Instagram, like 3000 people or something crazy. How in the world can you follow 3000 people? Mm -hmm. And I've constantly am cleansing this because I'll, as soon as I feel a negative thought come in, I have to say as much as I love you, I can't do this for my, my own health. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. that has been like, when I, when I realize the power of what happens when we see things, especially as such a visual person, I've like really done some crazy cleansing with that. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And that can be a tip for, I mean, I'm going to take that advice myself because I think I, we get so wrapped up in, oh, like this is how my life should be, or this is what I should be posting. Like if we're talking Mm -hmm. from like the business um, standpoint, but that's not me. So, so that pull or that like self doubt to like change myself in order to like fit this image. But I think that goes for anyone and anybody listening here today, just that whole idea that if you're finding yourself feeling bad about your body, feeling bad about your life by scrolling through social media and seeing people, maybe it's time that you stop following those people that are making you feel bad about yourself and your life. Why do you think it's so hard for people to do that, the follow through with that, to actually go unfollow people or to actually get off social media? Why do you think that's oh so hard? Oh my gosh, I do not. Know. And I, I think it's an obsession. Like I think I it's so, I think it's so mindless that we like, it's so mindless when we do it, when we scroll, when we look. And I think that we don't even realize, oftentimes I think we don't even realize that we're having those thoughts until Mm -hmm. after the fact, like just now Mm -hmm. in this conversation. Mm -hmm. And I think even just us pointing this out and anybody listening on the other end is going to maybe notice their thoughts and their feelings a lot more. And I think it just needs to be said more that- like we're doing right now. And it's, it's so sad that it's, it's like, I I don't know. Why, why do you think? think it's, yeah, I think it's an obsession and I think it's people love, we love to be entertained mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's, it's entertaining for us a lot of times. Like it's almost like a reality TV scroll, right? Like you're watching other people's lives for some reason. Oh, I mean, it's people. So like when you see other people, because you're a person, it's entertaining. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like if it was a scroll of a random animal, like I don't, there would not be near as many people on it. Right. Like (laughs) people's lives. Uh-huh, it's uh-huh. just so entertaining to watch how other people are living mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we convince ourselves. So we deceive our humans deceive ourselves so easily yeah. and we deceive ourselves into thinking, well, she brings value into my life. But if I were to ask you, Chelsea, where have your biggest breakthroughs come from in your life? I guarantee you wouldn't say scrolling social media. Ever. No, no. Right? I never would. Most of the time it's when you're alone or when you're on a walk or when you're at the beach or at the mountains and you actually get to stop and be with yourself. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. that's normally when that stuff happens. <laughs> that's so or true. in a really intimate conversation like this, like yes. a true blue conversation. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. And I think that, I think we just have to talk about it more for it to help. Mm-hmm. And I think that people, um, people will really benefit from this. And I think that just that idea of like, Just the awareness, I think it's the first step. The awareness of how you feel when you're when you're comparing yourself or when you're looking and and doing exactly what you said. Like as much as you love them and as much as you are like 
like have have them in your heart. Like if they're mm. making you feel poor feelings and thoughts about yourself, then that's that's some energy that needs to leave <laughs> for yeah. sure. There's mm-hmm. uh, I think it's Mel Robbins, but she has this little drill. I don't know what she calls it. It's like mm-hmm. a practice, and mm-hmm. it's literally count down from five. It's really simple. I don't know. I didn't think about it, but it's just five, four, three, two, one. Yeah. And then you do whatever you're going to do. So if you're on social media and you start to feel that come up because you just passed someone and it made you think about your life and how you're not doing enough or whatever, or it's impacting you to go copy exactly what they just did. Cause it might work for you. Promise. It's not going to, by the way. Yeah. If you feel any of that, just count five, four, three, two, one, get off the app. Or when in the, in the morning, you're wanting to be more intentional with your time. You're wanting to get up and read or start your morning different. And the, your alarm goes off and you hit snooze, but you know you shouldn't have. Five, four, three, two, one. Get up out of bed. I love so it. Stuff like that. Like That's really been helping me a lot because it's just like, at least I get five more seconds, right? <laughs> I think I've then, heard you talk about this. I think I- Yeah, then you, something changes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I love it. I think that's so awesome. Oh my gosh. We have like hit so many things in this. I'm so- Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we went all over the place. I think that people are going to- I hope you guys are getting a lot of value out of this, which I don't see how you couldn't. And I love that we talked on- like health and f- health and fitness. <laughs> I got to start. There we go. There we go. We're just going to, I'm going to think of you every time I say that now. <laughs> um, health. We talked a lot about health and we talked about food freedom, but I love that we kind of spun to this and kind of yeah. that whole idea that it's way more than just exercise and nutrition and just even small, tiny things we can change in our life to make us healthier and happier people. Mm-hmm. And when we are feeling better about ourselves, when we're not doing activities that cause like self-hatred or us feeling negative or like we aren't doing enough, then just by simply eliminating that from your life or, or decreasing the amount that you do it, then can, yes. can even make the biggest change in your life. Exactly. So, yeah. You don't have to mm-hmm. detox. You no. can just decrease. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. Well, oh my gosh, I have to ask you, um, one more question. I always ask my, um, podcast guests this, and that's just mm-hmm. kind of, well, first I want to, I'm, I guess I'm gonna ask you two questions. First question, okay. if you were talking to some woman and she was really trying to seek freedom in her health and in her, in food. So finding food freedom and finding mm-hmm. freedom in her health and just really seeking that happiest and healthiest version of herself what's, what would you say to her? Like, what's, what's like your, your elevator speech to her that you would kind of get that kind of thing? Yeah. I think I would ask her. So normally when someone comes and they're asking me something, I reply with a question because they normally can answer their question. But I would ask like, do you believe that you can be free? Because I think if we can get to the root of why we want the freedom and then why we don't have it yet, then we can understand what to actually tackle. And if they don't, if they're like, not really, then tackle that mindset or tackle that limiting belief. Because if not, like your motives won't line up with actual food freedom. If you don't understand why you want this freedom from something, if you don't understand what freedom actually is for your life and what that's going to look like. And you ask yourself, okay, in 10 years, instead of like in six months from now, like what about 10 years from now? Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. so yeah, I, I think that. that's what I would say is like, do you believe that you can be free? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. And kind of wrapping this up, I will ask you the get question that I ask all of my guests. And I think this is really fun to ask you because I think I could swap out the words damn happy, damn healthy 
with freedom. Mm. <laughs> um, but I always ask my yeah. guests, what does damn happy, damn healthy mean to you and in your life? Or what does finding freedom mean to you in your life? And what do you do kind of every day that embodies that and allows you to live that free or damn happy, damn healthy lifestyle? Yeah. Totally. So kind of going back to that is making sure that my life really does have freedom at its best interest. And freedom isn't a temporary thing in my world. It's, it's an eternal thing. And so when I start to get this mindset that, you know, I call it like a a worldly mindset where things of this world, people, you know, things that we see, how many, how much money's in our bank account, how beautiful my house is, like all of this stuff. When I start to let that take the throne of my heart, it gets real ugly real fast. And that's when anxiety and fear and depression and all this stuff starts to come in. So like, yeah, freedom and living damn happy, damn healthy to me is more so asking yourself, like, what are you doing to root yourself in your deeper beliefs? Mm -hmm. And what does that actually look like? Because at the end of the day, like, you, you, yeah, you got to go do things and you got to be an adult and you got to pay your bills and you got to go to work and you have to do all of those things. And we can get so wrapped up in those things. And I don't want to live a life wrapped up in those things. I want to live a life with healthy relationships and stuff that's going to impact generations to come and like leave a legacy in this world and, um, really just change the trajectory of our generation. And I really believe in that. And so I think for me, you know, when I was making decisions from 18 to 23 years old, I never said, okay, how, how will this impact me when I'm 30? Because I'm living, like I am working through some sucky consequences from things that I did when I was 20 years old. And so now it's more so since I know the consequences, one, one small decision can have consequences that last years everything that I do has to be more intentional now because I don't want to live out bad consequences when I'm 40 and 50 and stuff. So yeah, that was a really long answer, but that's how I think. Like I'm trying to think more eternal mindset versus just like worldly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I love that whole idea of kind of like being more present in your decisions and thinking more long-term in your decisions, because I think that so often we think like, oh, that's 10 years from now. That doesn't matter. Like, or, oh, that's five years. That's a year from now. And I think yeah. that there is no better time than now to like make decisions and right. make decisions that are going to impact your life for the better and mm -hmm. make those decisions to make changes that are going to make you happier, healthier, more free, or make mm -hmm. decisions that are going to ensure that you're going to be happier, healthier, more free down the road and just mm -hmm. always embodying that mindset versus doing it when it's convenient. Yeah. And two, like really sitting in a posture where you're making sure that you're serving people to help them become more free too. Because when we, so for instance, if I was to sit here and help you with your confidence and encourage you in your confidence, I would end up feeling more confident because I served you in that way. And so I think a lot of times we're so focused on fixing ourselves when we could be out serving people and helping them. And that's going to be like, we're going to get the boomerang effect from that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. Wow. So good. So good. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Tanner. This was incredible. You guys, I will just end things by saying thank you, saying that I think we have a lot of takeaways from this, but I think the biggest message is just really 
coming to that realization that health touches so many more things than just like exercise and food. And that, like Tanner said, 90% of it is in other other parts of your life that you can, it's mindset and controlling those things and coming at it from a sustainable and lifelong approach versus feeling like you have to be perfect because no one's perfect. And by obsessing over becoming perfect, we eventually end up falling off and feeling frustrated and overwhelmed. So um, Tanner, tell us where we can find you. That way I know people are going to want to find you after this. So give us, give us that. So I mostly hang out on Instagram at trainer Tanner. And then I have a podcast as well called the chasing freedom show. So that would be probably the best places to really get the feel for more of what chasing freedom is all about. Okay, for sure. We will put both of those in the show notes as well to you guys. So if you're looking for Tanner, then go ahead and check her out on Instagram or her podcast. Both are incredible. Um, Thank you so much, Tanner. This was awesome. I really appreciate you joining us. And you guys, if you have any takeaways, tell us your biggest takeaways, both on Instagram or wherever. We'd love to hear them. Yes. Thank you so much, Chelsea. I appreciate this. Of course. We'll see you guys on the next one. Bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Damn Happy, Damn Healthy podcast. Share some love for today's episode with a rate, review, and subscribe. And don't forget, take a screenshot of this episode for your Instagram. Tag me at Chelsea Caller and tell me your fave takeaway. I'll be talking to you again real soon, girlfriend. But until then, be damn happy and damn healthy.